Hello everyone and welcome to today's Q&A. I'm actually doing this from a train on the way to Glasgow. Then we're getting another train from Glasgow to Fort William. It's gonna be a long day, but basically we are walking the National Three Peaks. So Ben Nevis, Scarfell Pike and Snowdon in under 24 hours. So we've gotta get ourselves up to Fort William, get a good night's kip and get up early and go and do it. <laughs> We're meeting my bestie Jenny up there as well and I've dragged her into it too. So Will and Jenny absolutely love me right now. <laughs> but no, I strongly believe that it's really important to, to have a focus and to have a challenge, whether that be you know, the challenges to fit your three week three workouts into your busy week or whether that be, okay, I'm gonna do my first 5K or whether it is I do my first half marathon or whether it's I'm gonna walk the peaks, whatever it is, I think it's really good to have that focus and have that aim and just go for it. It's probably easier putting them up like yourself. <laughs> if you hear background noises, I am on the train, so right, let's go for it. Question one. May I ask please, Lorna, what class can I do to help me with my posture? I struggle because I've had back problems and first thing in the morning I'm very bent. Please can you help? I dread becoming an old woman and bent over like some poor old ladies are. I'm 51, I've got to sort it out. Help. Of course I can help. Now, the best class you can do for your posture is Pilates. Because what... <laughs> Just letting those guys finish their conversation. Okay, they've walked past. Great. <laughs> so the best thing you can do is Pilates because it works your powerhouse. It works all the way around your core. So it'll work your six pack, your rectus abdominis. It works your obliques, which are the muscles in your sides, into your back, your glutes, your legs, which are big core stability muscles. So it's really gonna help with your posture. Not just that, Pilates, there's a lot of rotation, there's a lot of twists that also help to mobilize your spine and help to mobilize your joints, like your hips. There's a lot of flexibility work in there too. So it's actually really, really important for, for your posture. And I think it's a really important class anyway. I think it's important for preventing injuries and keeping a strong core like you need a strong core for absolutely everything you do even just really random things like picking up a heavy bag or picking up your child or your grandchild and just random day scenarios where you actually just need a strong core even use your core to stand up and sit down i know that sounds crazy or get up and get out of bed so pilates is absolute number one Number two, if you find that you're quite stiff, so you mentioned feeling really quite bent over in the morning, you might just need to release your back a little bit and mobilize some more. So I would be looking at doing some yoga. And if you go on to On Demand and type into the search bar, um, you know, back or release, or something like that, it will come up. And we also do some nice back stretches as well if you've not got very long, like five minute back stretches that you could get on. And also hip stretches because if you are finding that you're bent forwards, it might be that you've got really tight hip flexors as well. So it might be worth doing some hip mobility. So there you have it with Pilates and yoga. But I'd also be looking at doing strength in general. So strength like using a barbell, like our stronger classes, or hand weights if you've got them. So just overall strength to support, to support your back and to support all the muscles that are going to support your spine too. 
and then it is just a case of being really consistent with it and making sure that you're doing it on a regular basis so I'd be looking at doing Pilates at least a couple of times a week if you feel like you're in this scenario right now and then you know at least a strength exercise I know I know you're I know who this person is and I know you're active in general anyway so I'd be looking at really working on strength core and mobility to support what you're already doing too of course fit cardio is important as well but as a priority right now with that in mind that's what I'd be looking at doing so I hope that helps and also I think it's a case of being more mindful when you are doing your exercises and just thinking about okay what muscles am I engaging right now what can I feel what is actually working for me and the classes you know where you think oh okay I actually feel so much better or you wake up the next day and you're not as stiff put them in your favorite so you can do them again and go back to them okay question number two hi Lorna I'm doing more regular exercise but the main area I want to reduce is my tummy. I have quite a pouch from two cesareans, being overweight and menopausal. Any tips that I could try or specific exercises? Okay, so in terms of reducing fat in the tummy area, it's not actually possible to spot reduce. So fat spot reduce, that is where you choose part of your body and say, I want to lose fat from there. <laughs> you can't do that in particular, but what you can do is do it overall and it you know it might not be the first place that it comes off but it will happen and the way that you do that is well a couple of ways actually and I'm gonna elaborate on this too but basically in a nutshell what you want to do is put yourself in a bit of a calorie deficit so a moderate calorie deficit that is where calories out are greater than calories in and to do that's gonna mainly come from your diet if you try and get gain a calorie deficit just by through exercise you'll end up being a hamster on a wheel and just getting completely burnt out so we exercise for strength to improve your core strength and for longevity for your heart health for your lung health for your mind for your mental capacity for your mental well-being and then the diet is going to be where we just put ourselves in a moderate calorie deficit so just reducing the portion sizes a little bit and then you'll find that alongside that with a few other things I'm about to talk about um, plus doing your exercise you know the the tummy area will reduce and it will get more toned and it will get stronger it's just the case of being patient and being very consistent so here's what you need to do number one make sure you're having enough protein so you want to kind of base it around if you take your weight in kilograms and times it by about one and a half one and a half to two if you're a really active person minimum is one so say for example if you if someone weighed 60 kilos you'd want to be looking at trying to aim for around about 90 to 120 grams of protein every day spaced out throughout the day um and as a minimum bare minimum about 60 grams it's quite it's easily attainable you can do it if you spread it out through your day then secondly you want to be creating a stimulus for the muscles so if you're wanting to improve your core strength i would get yourself on some pilates but i'd also be doing all round strength because you mentioned there that you are menopausal now this goes for everyone strength training is so important it's so important for your bones it's so important for your muscle and also to get that that toned look that lean muscular look you must be doing strength training at 
least a couple of times a week and it gets even more important as we get older and we hit the menopause because we want to keep as much muscle mass as possible not just for kind of how you look and for like for the muscular tone and all that but because of your BMR, which is your basal metabolic rate, the more muscle, lean muscle mass you have, the higher your metabolism, and therefore the more calories you burn at rest. And that's important for, say, not having to massively reduce your portion sizes as we get older, and not getting that midsection weight gain, or being able to you know, maintain the figure that you want to maintain. So that is why we try and hold on to as much muscle mass as possible so to do that we need to be working the muscles and I would do that in terms of Pilates for core and then I'd definitely be getting on a couple of like strongers using a barbell barbell is better than hand weights because you can get more weight on there you can create a better stimulus or say hit with weights or something like that and um, body conditioning is actually also really good you know the booty band class so I'd be doing that at least a couple of times a week then eating adequate protein so your muscles can repair themselves and also eating that amount of protein is going to keep you satiated it's going to keep you fuller for longer um, which is which is important because if you do have to adjust your portion sizes slightly you don't want to be getting hungry all the time no one wants to be hungry all the time so you got to look after you so we're creating a stimulus, we're eating adequate protein, you're making sure you're staying really hydrated, super hydrated, and that can also help with bloating. So bloating is a really common thing in the menopause as well. So because of the decline in estrogen, quite often the food, it goes slower through your digestive tract. So it starts to ferment while it's in there, which is why you get that real bloating and that real gassy feeling is because it's it's not moving through as quickly. So making sure you're staying super hydrated. And alongside that, with the bloating, you might find that due to all these changes in hormones, that you're not digesting particular foods in the same way as you used to. So I would keep a little diary and I would track the foods that kind of sit well with you, you know, where you feel good, where you feel energized, you feel refreshed, and the foods that don't sit so well with you, where you're feeling sluggish, you're feeling really gassy, you're feeling really bloated, and try and keep a track for a few weeks, again, patience is key this isn't going to be an overnight fix it's going to be something that's going to take a while make sure you're getting adequate rest you know that is also really really important and making sure that you know you're allowing yourself a little bit of what you want to but mainly nourishing your body and managing your stress because that doesn't help anything that doesn't help anything at all it doesn't help the way that we feel in ourselves it doesn't help with bloating it doesn't help with sleep and therefore it doesn't help with our food choices so that is what i would do and if you stick at those things consistently you will find that you will you know you will lose the fat in the tummy area work the muscles eat adequate protein hydrate make sure you're staying hydrated keep a little track on what is making you feel bloated what is sitting well with you what isn't sitting well with you manage your stress they are they're the top tips that i would have for being menopausal being if you're feeling a bit overweight and if you're wanting to reduce fat in the tummy area that is what you need to do and if you read any marketing things that say do this and you will lose three inches off your tummy like yeah just don't believe it it's full of rubbish <laughs> but that, that's what you need to do it's the unsexy truth and stay consistent at it okay 
question number three. Lorna help, I've been stuck for about a month on 10 stone, five or six pounds and I can't get through this wall. Someone told me if I'm constantly in a calorie deficit, my body gets used to it and it won't impact my weight loss anymore. Is that true? What would you suggest? Um, no, <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> it's not true. Um, now, the thing is here, there's a few things actually. When you lose weight, at first, the weight tends to come off really, really quickly. Like one, there's a little bit of water weight there, but two, there is literally more of you. There is more mass of you. So you are gonna lose weight quicker, like relatively faster. Your, your BMR is gonna be higher because there is more of you. When you lose weight, obviously there is less of you. You are, you are less of a person. <laughs> as in physically, mass. So your metabolism in that way will slow. And of course, if you carry on doing your strength training, you're working your muscles, you can minimize that, but there is less of you and the weight will plateau. And that is where you just need to make those small adjustments. The worst thing that you can do, and what a lot of people do, is they hit the panic button. And they think, oh my gosh, it's not working for me anymore. Why am I even bothering? And then they just end up throwing it all out the window. But what you've got to do is just recognize what's actually happening here. And this also goes for if you weigh yourself, oh, the weight's gone up and oh my gosh, what are we going to do? There's no point in even doing this anymore. I put so much work into it. So what you have to do is just think, okay. Oh, thank you. Thanks. You, what you've got to do is think, okay, this is what's happened. I am now at a plateau. So I'm just going to make some sensible and small adjustments and use it like an experiment. So I would say what you need to make sure you're doing if you're on a weight loss journey and you've hit a plateau is one, stay calm. It's okay. It's normal. Two, adjust your portion sizes moderately. And the best thing you can do here is eat similar things consistently. So same breakfast pretty much every day. Like I think I have the same breakfast every day. I'm not going to lie. I might change it up slightly at the weekends, but it's, it's very similar. Then at lunch and dinner time, having pretty much the same thing, but maybe swapping your protein source out. So one example of that would be, say at lunchtime, you might have a chicken salad one day, and then you might have a tuna salad another day. I'm not saying you have to eat salads, by the way, you know, put a few new potatoes in there or whatever. Make sure you've got a carbohydrate source as well. But I'm just using it as an example, just, just switching the protein up but keeping everything else exactly the same. And if you do that and say, you know, you've got your three meals, you know where you are with them, and maybe you put a couple of snacks in there. So a fruity sort of snack, a high protein sort of snack, like a, a Greek yogurt, something along those lines, or a protein bar or whatever. Just be careful with what protein bars you choose though. If you're not sure about that one, that could maybe be another question for the Q&A. Um, so, you know where you are every day. And if you have that day in, day out, then you've got something to go from, right? Now, I'm not saying that you need to regimentedly do this day in, day out. But pretty much, like, if you do this, you know where you are. So, and remember, this is just a temporary journey, right? So if you do this and you find that after three to four weeks, your weight hasn't budged, then you can just keep everything the same, but reduce your portion sizes by say 20%. Monitor that again for say like three weeks ish. Has anything changed? Yes, actually I've started to lose a bit of weight. Okay, great. 
let's keep going at this end, just keep monitoring it. If you haven't, okay, right, maybe need to change things again. But in the meantime, you don't want to be saying, right, I'm going to do this Monday to Friday and then the weekend just having a massive blowout because then you actually don't know where you are. So it is about being sensible and making decisions that are going to align with, with your goals, right? This is what I would do. I would also focus on strength training. You need to be strength training minimum twice a week. So it's getting on stronger, it's getting on hip with weights, it's getting on body conditioning. I would be doing that at least twice a week so you can maintain and maybe even gain some muscle mass. You like, but like I said, we all want that lean toned look, right? And if you do that, you can keep your metabolism higher. Um, because we don't want to be if we don't want to be losing muscle mass there's one we want that that toned look right it looks it looks nice it looks healthy it's refreshing but secondly we don't want our metabolism to take a nosedive so because then you you know we're gonna have to reduce our portion size even more and we don't want to do that right so you want to be maintaining your muscle mass and of course for more than that is for health purposes it's for looking after your bones right so you want to be maintaining your muscle mass and you also want to be making sure you're eating consistently so you know what you're doing and thirdly making sure that you're having enough protein and i said this before but it's really important to have the protein one to make sure you're repairing your muscles properly and two to make sure that you're keeping satiated so you're not getting these horrendous hunger pangs and i would say everything you do just treat it as a bit as like a bit of an experiment and don't get too hung up on it because when when you do and when you hit the panic button that's when things kind of go out the window and also don't forget that sometimes as well you know when you are on a weight loss journey and then you go from not doing much exercise and you start doing exercise and you're building muscle the scale doesn't tell you the whole picture like the scale weight may have not really moved much but your body shape might have changed quite significantly so if you find that you're getting hung up on a scale weight just remember that it can't tell you how healthy you are it can't tell you how energized you feel it can't tell you how you're showing up at work and with your friends as a happier person it can't tell you how healthy you are internally it just isn't a great measure it's all right to go from but it's not a great measure to tell you about you and your your health and your well-being so if you find that you are getting hung up by a number i would consider throwing scales out and i would consider keeping track of how you feel how you're sleeping how things are going with your exercise and taking progress pictures say every six to eight weeks just in your underwear keep them for you or you can share them out or whatever but just so you have something to go from and you can actually see your progress over time and i think that's much better than a number like a number doesn't define you you're not a number so that's my tuppence on on that one if you hit a plateau just making moderate changes making sure you've got enough protein so like i said before take your body in kilograms i'd times it by one and a half to two um i would also yeah, make sure you're strength training at least a couple of times a week and any changes that you make just say reducing the portion sizes by about 20 percent just being sensible with your choices and if you're really really stuck also make sure you let me know so I can help. Anyway, gang, I hope that was useful. 
Juliet did mention she was going to ask a similar question about the right about the uh, toning the tummy. Okay, so I feel like we've gone over that one. But any questions, any further questions on that, just let me know and I can elaborate a little bit. But I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. Think of us when we're going to be climbing the climbing those mountains in the rain. Oh my gosh! And I will see you bright and early on Monday morning for Yvonne's Choice, which is yoga lattes. And I think that's going to be a really nice, calming and refreshing way to start the week. So I will see you all there. And oh, don't forget as well to get yourself booked on the August social. It's going to be like an outdoor sort of no equipment circuits boot camp type of type of class but nothing serious it's going to be really good fun so get yourself booked on to that that is the 12th of august and i will see you all soon have a great weekend squaddies bye